부르다 서울의 노래 S O U L Soul Inside. 에스이오유엘이엔에스에 Thank you very much for being here, guys. Cedric, Sky Sadie, and then Elizabeth Hong to his left. We're sitting here a line in the studio. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Glad Good morning. to be here. Um, so Soul Inside is where we get you filled in on, on some of the hottest news stories developing in the capital and uh, try and find some insights. Some advice for each other, really, right? We're all in the same boat. Big struggle for everyone. Um, And we've been talking about a 52-hour work week a lot, I think, on this show, and and other media outlets have been as well, and how this uh, reduced work hour burden in many Mm -hmm. workplaces has been affecting work-life balance. Some people, I think, like when they've got free time, they they end up just wondering what to do with it. They That's sort of true. they might yeah. go on a, a popular streaming app and just look at all the options without actually clicking on one of them, or they might uh, look at the the cinema listings without mm-hmm. actually going, or you know whatever it happens to be. Right. I feel like we spend time looking for it, and we end up not being able to have the time to actually do it. Right. Yeah. Cedric, what's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to come. With lots of tips later on. But yeah, I've got plenty of tips. Uh, my overall feeling is, you know, coming from the States, we're used to working a lot less hours. And so, you know, for us, it's, it's easy to, you know, have free time in the evenings mm-hmm. and on the weekends. So it's easy for me to, you know, easily say, hey, I can, you know, join this group or I can work out at night. Whereas here, it's a little different. I think people are not used to it just yet. And so I'm happy to be able to offer tips to, to transition people into getting into that mindset of, you know, having that balance. It, it's an issue we can go really deep with as well, though, because mm-hmm. I think so many of us are, are attached to things like devices that it's quite hard just to let go mm-hmm. in our free time. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, right. Um, and I'm sure many people will be nodding along with that. Elizabeth, mm-hmm. take us through the numbers which tell us the local situation. Well, as far as this new 52-hour work week policy that they're trying to implement in Korea, they just started this last July uh, for 300-plus employee companies and public organizations. And they're trying to implement it in stages, depending on the size of the company and the organization. Uh, There was a grace period uh, for these companies, and it's going to terminate, actually, by the end of this month. So starting April 1st, if there's any violations to the policy and, you know, anybody is found working longer than 52 hours for those companies, 300 plus companies, then they will be subjected to penalties. And according to reports by HANA Institute of Finance Research Center, uh, it looks like as far as looking at the number of employees affected, 60% of those are in Seoul. Um, and these uh, employees are usually the baby boomers children, the, which are known as echo generation Mm-hmm. The people in their 30s and 40s. And so people who are being affected by this policy, 35% are in their 30s and 26.5% were found to be in their 40s. Now, as far as uh, going back to implementing this policy in stages, by 2020, they say that uh, employees with companies with employees 50 to 29, 299 employees are expected to be implemented. And by July 2021, all the smaller companies will also have to take this into effect. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different responses in reaction to this policy, um, which is, I think, 
pretty understandable. I think some people obviously are thinking, yay, you know, we can enjoy more time with our family and friends like we talked about. But other people are, you know, kind of approaching this a little differently. And let's actually take a look at and listen to some clips that we're able to get. And for the first one is actually a positive reaction. For our company, the computer is automatically shut down at 6.30 p.m. Then uh, we can now live on time uh, about staying longer. So it's definitely been great knowing I can look forward to getting a better rest uh, or enjoy a night out with my friends and family. The great thing is I can go to the personal training session. Uh, Actually, I used to come home late, but now I can go to personal session earlier. So I really enjoyed it. Even uh, the better thing is I can go with my wife. So I would say I'm very happy about this improvement in our work environment. So nice mm -hmm. hitting the gym together with your spouse. Right. So this is kind of, you know, the reactions for positive people are, I can spend more time. And I think the important part is not just by myself late at night when I have to rush in, but with my family members or with friends together, right? Right. You can have those relationships back and actually find things to do together. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Kind of jealous that he actually enjoys going to the gym, though. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's managed to convince himself of that fact, but I'm I'm still trying (laughs) to get into that mode. Right. But as I have mentioned before, there's also negative reaction. So let's take a listen to another response we're able to get. Yeah, I don't think this policy would be beneficial for people like me because of the nature of my job. I work at an advertisement company, so I have to finish up certain project by a certain time. We promised our clients. So in the end, even though the policy is implemented, I will be taking my work home, which is what I'm already doing right now. You know, that's interesting because uh, I've met people in similar situations where, uh, for example, uh, I do tutor English part-time and I'm working with a couple of business students uh, at a big shipping conglomerate company. And it's funny because even with the implementation of this new policy, you know, I find that a lot of them still complain about the long hours and, you know, they're working from eight until nine uh, on most days. And so it's just very interesting that this seems to affect a lot in a positive way, but some, you know, not so much. Mm Mm-hmm. Some people, when they take their work home with them, though, they don't, they don't really get much done. Others are brilliant at that whole telecommuting thing. Right. I also feel like when we look at the raw hours, how many of them are spent actually being productive? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and probably that varies from person to person. But overall, I think the tale of the tape is that some of the countries with the lowest overall working hours are actually some of the most productive. Right, right. We do have to think about that, you know, just... I feel like sometimes people are just so stressed with the amount of deadlines they have that they actually really can't enjoy, even if there is a reduction in the hours, as we have just heard and talked about. Let's get back, uh, Elizabeth, to the Mm -hmm. work-life balance, this what-a-bell thing. Right, right. It's a popular term these days, you know, what-a-bell, work-life balance. And it's a trend where I think people want to work in a company that has good benefits and welfare and that cares about the well-being of their employees rather than um, too much work and higher pay. They'd rather choose the lower pay, but, you know, feeling like they're being respected as far as being able to enjoy their life better. And there's also terms like YOLO. Did you guys hear of this term? You only live once. Very popular in the States. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
people usually say that just before they're about to do something they're going to regret. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, it's a nice sentiment, but um, not perhaps to justify behavior that's going to shorten that life. <laughs> right. And I mean, there's also in Korea specifically something called so hakeng. And that means even if it's small, but something that's kind of like a definite happiness that we can get from it, whatever it can be, whatever activity it can be. Well, maybe mm-hmm. they are some of the best things. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's Those true. Small, um, unexpected, unplanned. The, pr- the problem is if you go through your life like that as well, you feel like you're also missing out because you, you do also right. need to plan some things. Don't right, you? right, right. Good point. But if we look at this work-life balance in Seoul, actually, you know, they've done a study at the Ministry of Employment and Labor, and they said that Seoul was found to have the highest WLB work-life balance index um, out of all the cities in Korea. And that's due to uh, syst- like having systems like maternity and paternity leave. Right. Or some sort of way where I think maybe this implementation, as I mentioned before, 60 percent was in Seoul. So it it is kind of helping people to feel like they have more of a balance in their life compared to before. So that's kind of a good trend that we're seeing. And this kind of trend is leading to people wanting to obviously have certain type of leisure activity demands. And according to a study by HUNET, They found that um, rankings for these activities, number one was spending time with family, which we mentioned. And then second one was leisure activities. Third was exercise. Fourth was something educational where they feel like they're learning something and feeling achieved. And fifth was just resting. And there was actually people who, like you said, just have no plans. They're not sure yet. And I think maybe there are the select few that don't know where to go with this yet. And actually, Cedric, I know you mentioned that in America, we're kind of used to having more of this work-life balance. And I think that does come from like childhood where, you know, when we grow up, I feel like when I was growing up in America, the States too, I I did have a lot of hobbies and it's not just about study, 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 you know? Right. But in Korea, I think the focus is all about studying. And so maybe because of children just going to hagons, like academies Mm. all the time, um, worrying about the competitiveness in, you know, in the school world. And so they don't know how to enjoy hobbies sometimes. Yeah, And I find it interesting that even the hobbies that a lot of the students get involved in is very competitive in and of itself. If they're Mm going to do piano, if they're going to do some sort of sport, it's still that competition and stress involved with that. Right. Yeah. And it, it, it does doesn't have to be that way as a father myself here Mm -hmm. in in Seoul the thing is you're still influenced by it Mm -hmm. so for example if my um, children come home from school and and they're not going to hug one their friends might be going to hug one so they still can't play with them necessarily which which means as a parent it's you've got to think doubly about work-life balance right right that's a very good point that's a very good point absolutely Yeah, and you know, with this change, you know, a lot of people are expected to spend more times at Mm -hmm, home, you mm -hmm. know, and then, uh, for example, with the recent increase of the air pollution here in Korea, you know, a lot of workers will opt to spend time at home by either exercising, you know, and with uh, YouTube and with different, uh, (laughs) with, you know, with the different uh, access to the exercises on YouTube. (laughs) Uh, I'm laughing, Cedric, because I tried this yesterday. I think I got, I got three <laughs> minutes into a 20-minute video, and I was like, ah, oh, not today. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of people will give this a shot, and hopefully they'll be able to stick with it. And, you know, there's a popular term in Korean uh, called h o m t u 
which mm-hmm. stands for home training. So a lot of this is expected to happen now that people are spending more time at home. Mm. And also eating at home and purchasing groceries are expected to increase as well. So uh, I think a lot of positive changes will happen and a lot of them will happen at home. And, you know, not to mention they'll be able to spend more time with their families in theory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, many people are also meeting out- outside to join a crew. Um, and so let's hear about a case with a crew of 30 to 40 members who team up every week to run. Hi, my name is Che Dujin, 36 years old and working in the advertisement industry. Well, it's hard to make time when things get extremely busy, but I still try to run at least once a week. At first, I started running with my colleagues at work. It was good in the sense that even on a hectic day with a lot of work, we could still get out from the office and run together for a while, and then come back to work. Another advantage is that I don't need a lot of equipment to run. All I need is simple exercise clothes. Just like other fields of work, the advertising industry can get very stressful. So I think physical activities like running provide a good counterbalance. I enjoy it so much. As long as it gives me satisfaction and helps me distress, I guess, running deserves to be called my work-life balance. Yeah, it's interesting Mm -hmm. running, how it becomes something that's addictive, a bit like exercise in the gym as well. And you do psychologically feel like you're enjoying it, (laughs) uh, especially in hindsight. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's kind of counterintuitive in a way, isn't it? You're Mm -hmm. you're trying to escape work by physically working even harder. Right, right. That's a good point. But I like how he's kind of creatively approaching this, Mm -hmm. you know, where if I can't, you know, do anything about it, then might as well just try to put something in where I can actually do it in between work hours. And I think for me personally, if I were just put in the situation where I have a lot of work and I want to de-stress, I always like to think about like stretching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of more than physical for me, I'm about like stretching out my neck pain and <laughs> stretching out my shoulder pain. Well, but I think both of them have a similar goal though, that mm-hmm. it's about de-stressing. Right. So for some people, physical exercise is, is, is like a great way to release that pent-up frustration Mm -hmm. but uh, for other people they can stretch it out maybe one of them Elizabeth (laughs) Um, Cedric also running is a problem here because as we discussed in a previous Soul Insa Mm -hmm. pollution gets Mm. in the way like you might think I really fancy a run now oh no we're in the like highest Meonapum zone of the red <laughs> pollution. Right, but I have a, another alternative to that, something that I do actually almost every day. And, you know, I have a gym membership, so I love to work out and it's mm-hmm. indoors. And actually, mm-hmm. my gym has a nice air purification system, which is another plus. So that's always an option. Right, exactly. And speaking of indoors, so people are looking for then what other activities with this Misemonji problem or with other issues that we're worried about. What other approaches can I take? And there's actually another clip that we have from a female perspective of what approach we can take. All right, let's listen. As work was getting busier, I noticed myself getting more stressed out. And so I wanted to find something I could do to enjoy life outside of work. And in search, I came across an app that offered different social groups with different interests in different areas. 
and also like one day classes or lessons you can also participate in and I ended up joining one of the social groups come to find out it's just a bunch of people with the same idea the same focus and we come from different industries and share our different insights and also are able to do activities together and it's really helped with me being able to enjoy my life outside of work and I actually also joined a, another group this time around with the focus of working out and yes I can just go to the gym and work out by myself but it's always more enjoyable if you get together with other people to do different activities so um, I'm really liking it right now hobbies mm-hmm. it's another mm-hmm. big area isn't it right. Cedric do you have any hobbies apart from your gym sessions yeah I love music so I'm a mm. musician and I love to just sometimes go to these music rooms that they have there's these practice rooms and I'll just rent it out for an hour maybe 6001 and I'll just sit there and play for an hour see I think your what I bell game is high Cedric. it's, it's high but it's from the states I think yeah you know, what about you Elizabeth I'm really interested in interior design so I like to go around eye shopping um, for, you know, just different design ideas, a way to redecorate my room. Sometimes that makes me feel kind of refreshed when I do something a little different, put in a new decor item or change things a bit, change the layout. And that kind of helps me de-stress from time to time. How about you, Alex? Uh, really bad at sticking to things. Mm-hmm. I jump from one to another. I think um, the consistent in my life, though, would be my relationships with my family members. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I get a lot of... Um, cathartic pleasure almost from seeing my kids enjoying mm-hmm. themselves and, and that's right. actually one of my big goals for the weekend because mm-hmm. when the kids are happy then I can at least have a peaceful mind <laughs> um, <laughs> right. P- Pounder Sharp 1013 for 51 per message if anyone wants to get in touch with your own tips or your own complaints on this we've got 8111 saying I work weekdays to enjoy my weekends and holidays that's I think a common view even in other countries though isn't it mm-hmm. it's this idea of working hard playing hard and that often is a, a is a weekday versus weekend thing right mm-hmm. you're working for the weekend you're working hard and then that way you can play hard on Saturdays and Sundays but it's just a cycle and then <laughs> you know you have to start over again but right. yeah that's that's what we're used to in the states I believe but mm-hmm. we've got a message here from 8105 which brings me to the, the almost what I wanted to say in response, but I'll just let them say it for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of how you view work. If you value what you do, you put that much work into it, but your personal life should be prioritized or else work will devour your life. Mm. So um, there's a warning there, but that, there's yeah. also a point there that you can't let work be only a means to an end. Well, right. as idealistic as that sounds. Right. That is very idealistic. I think sometimes it is sad when we think about, you know how they say passion, you know, we should do what makes us passionate, right? But sometimes I think it's a sad reality when we do think that we're not doing what makes us passionate, what makes us happy. And that's why this person is mentioning this. But maybe a change in perspective can help. But actually, that leads me to the next thing, because I feel like if you do feel like you're not doing that makes something that makes you happy, then that's why you can go into what the you know, the women mentioned about one day classes. And maybe as you take these classes, you can figure out your next passion. I feel like nowadays people aren't just limited to one job. They're thinking about future possibilities and future opportunities, you know? Cedric, you know, you exercise yourself. We, it's a very sad situation if we get all cynical about this. We're working hard, we're exercising hard mm-hmm. so we can live longer, so we can work hard longer. You know, the long life thing doesn't look so glamorous in those terms. You've got to make sure there's some fun factor in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, you know, it's one of those things, the more you do it as well, you can learn to love it. But you love, you love the result and you love how it makes you feel. 
and mm-hmm. then that in in turn it makes you uh, way more efficient in your life. Mm-hmm. Costs money though to have fun sometimes. It does. Mm-hmm. And and we've got another term, morabel, money life balance. Mm-hmm. Money life balance. This is interesting because with the positive change of the 52 hour work week, there are some great benefits to the shortened week, but for many, it does mean that there's going to be a decrease in wage and salary due to the less time being worked. Exactly. And that means to some people, two jobs these days. I've mm. heard of cases where people are forced to get another job because all of a sudden they're facing, you know, less wage and, you know, maybe they have kids like you, Alex, and they're, they're not afford, they're not able to afford academies or right. extra, you know, activities for their children. And so it's kind of a, one of the negative things that some people have. felt from this and also as far as leisure activities goes people are therefore looking for something that's more cost effective um it's interesting some people say this is going to boost the leisure activity industry but at the same time what kind of leisure activities there's a limitation i think it will boost some Mm -hmm. industry because when people are bored they spend money often Mm -hmm. they try and spend their way out of boredom right cedric (laughs) you've got some cost effective solutions i do i do so there are actually a couple of things that i'd like to offer uh there's some websites that you can check out if you want to know what some of your options are in terms of getting involved in new hobbies and one day classes and so uh, you can definitely check out the seoul metropolitan government website so if you simply just in your search engine type in Seoul Metropolitan Government, you can pull that up and they have a lot of interesting tabs that uh, will offer festivals that Seoul has and also different events. And also there's another interesting website called Korea for the number four expats.com. And again, a lot of wonderful activities that you can look up there. Any good Facebook group that you could recommend if you just pick a couple? Absolutely. So there's one huge group called Every Expat in Korea. Simply t- Type that in your search term in Facebook. And this is a huge group where you can actually just connect with other expats and ask for advice or ask for uh, different things uh, to do in Korea. Actually, you can search also in the Facebook bar. I don't know if people do this enough, but mm. there are so many groups that you can find just by searching. We've got to leave it there. Guys, we're out of time. Elizabeth and mm-hmm. Cedric, for our latest Soul Insa, <laughs> great to have you here. Thank Always you. Always good to be here. Me Make too. Make sure you relax today and have fun and... <laughs> Balance. It's balance part of it. You know, you've got to do a bit of everything. And if nothing else, here's a tagline which might sound familiar. Just do it. Right. Just do <laughs> it. Stop do it. thinking <laughs> and being caught in indecision. Mm-hmm. Um, right then, we'll be back tomorrow at 7.05. Stay with us. You've got your latest news headlines next. And then Inside Korea, Yerika Park.